if you are driving a Nissan Sentra, manufactured from 2016 to 2019, you've got a recall issue. 854,000 Sentra vehicles are being recalled. And I love the headline because of brake light issues. Yeah, that's no problem. The lights might not come on when the brake pedal is pressed. Oh, is that it though? Well, I mean, no. <laughs> uh, look, you might be alerted on the dashboard if there's a problem. And sure, your car might not start. Uh, but that's it though. Uh, never mind. Don't worry about those little brake lights that might not come on. And you may or may not be alerted on the dashboard, but it might not start too. So that's really the biggest problem. I guess the reason is uh, silicon contamination from grease used near the brake light switch. And I guess it causes oxidation and that causes the issue. Now, they don't have enough parts to fix all these cars. So you're going to get a letter that will tell you you need to schedule a repair appointment if the malfunction happens to your car. Now, if it doesn't happen... Well, then you can, you're going to get a second letter that says, Hey, sure. Your car is still starting and the brake lights are still working, but you may have a problem. So bring it in and we'll fix it for you because they don't have enough parts. So they're creating the parts as we speak now. So they don't want all 854,000 centers pulling up to the Nissan dealership to get the replacement because they don't have enough parts. So Good luck. God bless. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. All right, before we get into today's, uh, well, today's run through of the beautiful world we live in, I want to talk to you a little bit about what you're using to listen to this show and other shows in your life. Uh, are you done when you listen to things with headphones and you know look we all are looking and uh, watching things from on our phone on television on our laptop on our tablets uh, all the time now and the uh, your ears sometimes hurt because of the headphones you're using and the way to stop that is using Raycon wireless earbuds. Now, Raycon wireless earbuds, I was skeptical when I kept hearing about them, and then I got a pair, and they are awesome. They've, when they they go in your ear, and they're just there. They're just perfect. And you're hearing the audio from whatever device you're using and you're hearing it cleanly and crisply and your ears don't hurt. That's incredible. So whether you're catching up on your favorite podcast, you know, this one, Chewing the Fat, or, you know, audiobooks, whatever you're doing, your, your workout playlist, when we all have a workout playlist, don't we? <laughs> Of course we do. That's where uh, the pair of Raycons in your ears makes all the difference. 
no dangling wires to get in your way they come in a range of colors but always comfortable in the ear fit for the more discreet look and they're built to perform anywhere and anytime with water and sweat resistant construction and a bluetooth that pairs quickly and seamlessly with enough battery life and i I do really love this enough battery life for six hours of playtime so you can really uh you can really unplug or plug for a long while six hours of playtime uh with the raycon wireless earbuds and the best part they make great sound accessible to everyone with wireless earbuds starting at half the price of other premium audio brands. Right now, Raycon's offering 15% off all their products to the listeners of this program, Chewing the Fat. And here's what you got to do to get it. Go to buyraycon.com slash Jeffy. Buyraycon.com slash Jeffy, J-E-F-F-Y. That's it. You'll get 15% off your entire Raycon order. So you know what you can do? is grab a pair and a spare. I know. I know, right? 15% off at buyraycon.com slash Jeffy. Buy, B-U-Y, Raycon, R-A-Y-C-O-N, dot com slash Jeffy. Buyraycon.com slash Jeffy. So if you're thinking to yourself, man, I'd like to get away. Man, I need to get away. And I need to get away... You know, like on an island. Well, now's the time. The largest private island in the Bahamas is up for sale. So you can get it. And it's going to go up for auction on the 26th of March, 2021. No minimum opening bid. And the current listing price is only $19.5 million. So that's it. The southernmost island... 730 acres of white sand beaches and views of the Atlantic Ocean, more than 30,000 feet of shoreline, and is a 10-minute boat ride away from Duncan Town nearby. Miles of private beaches to wander or a boutique resort with more than enough acreage to add an entire 18-hole golf course. Yeah, you could do that. (laughs) You could just make it into a resort and a, a golf course. (laughs) oh wouldn't that be great and it's only you can get it well it's going to start at 19.5 million dollars so it's probably going to be more than that you'll be lucky i'm guessing it sells for 30 million 30 million because that's a i mean that's a big deal get an island it costs a lot of upkeep man there's a lot of upkeep to an island not that I know that. <laughs> I mean, with the island I have, it isn't quite as large as that one, you know. But it is, uh, it's it's nice, and the upkeep is what gets you. Uh, that's clear. <laughs> 730 acres and uh, an island Oof. and 30,000 feet of shoreline. Uh, that's some serious upkeep. And there's no how you keep other people off of that island. You You can't. Right, I mean, this is almost impossible. So, I mean, you just have to sign up, no trespassing. Uh huh. Good luck. Good luck. No, seriously, good luck. I mean that. Let me know when you buy it. Maybe I'll 
you know, take the opportunity to come by and, you know, see the island. So uh, I told you about the uh, morning emails, you know, that I go through, and one of them is called uh, the Morning Brew, which, you know, I, I enjoy. I like I like the Morning Brew. And, uh, you know, they they try to be funny, try to be funny, and they have some good stories uh, from time to time. And this one I thought was really kind of cool. Uh, they have uh, a bracket for the greatest product of all time and they're going to start with 64 products separated into four different regions of 16 products each region has a number one seed all the way down to the number 16 seed over the course of the tournament products will play each other in head-to-head matchups until they crown the greatest product of all time so it's kind of like uh, morning brews uh, you know march madness brackets uh and they're going to hold the series uh, of polls on their Twitter account. And the product with more votes when the polls close will advance to the next round. And I thought we'd go through some of the products to see if you agree with who they feel are the greatest products of all time. So we, we just go down the list and, and you, you look at, uh, you look at uh, the unsung heroes. Then they, they have the innovators and simply make life better and legends bracket. Those are four different brackets. The unsung heroes, the innovators, the legends, and simply make life better. So in the unsung heroes, you have Microsoft Windows, Post-it Note, Tupperware, Salesforce, CRM, Bic Lighter, Tylenol, Bayer Aspirin, Dr. Bonner's Soap, Intel Semiconductor, Velcro, duct tape kleenex band-aid <laughs> hot sauce <laughs> up against band-aid oh no way i mean hello hot sauce is great and everything but band-aid wins that uh google maps bluetooth Ooh, that's a tough one then in the legends oh, we'll do the legends last because those are big time uh we'll do the innovators innovators iphone uh oatly starbucks app Peloton, White Claw AirPods, Tesla Model 3, Tide Pods. Stop. I mean, some of these are going to be easy brackets. Nike Air Jordan 1, Nugs, TikTok Air Fryer, <laughs> Snapchat, Snapchat Red Bull. Wow, and the innovators. That's a, that's, a, that's a big one right there. Snapchat and Red Bull. That's going to be a tough one. YouTube and the Zamboni. Both of those are huge. <laughs> both of those are huge i say we get to make the zamboni just win it all that'd be fantastic anyway those are the innovators zamboni i'd like to see win that all the way then we go into simply make life better google search hydro flask water bottles <laughs> the bachelor instant pot domino's pizza jacuzzis Spotify, NFL Red Zone, Crocs, Dunkin' Coffee, Uber app, Perel, Twitter, Venomo, Netflix, Google Docs. Those are simply make life better. Hey, you know, there's some ones in there that are going to, uh, you know, crush the other ones. Then you go to Legends of the Greatest Products of all time bracket challenge coca-cola game boy new york yankees bud light new york yankees hat 
Oh, my gosh. Bud Light, Barbie, Boeing 747. <laughs> Harry Potter, uh, the Sorcerer's Stone, Monopoly. Big Mac, the Patagonia Quarter Zip. Nintendo 64, Ray-Ban sunglasses. Sharpie, Rubik's Cube. Lego, Denny's Grand Slam breakfast. <laughs> Some of these, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> really funny well we're gonna keep track of this bracket because I, I i'm gonna i'm gonna be fascinated to see you know when you start getting into as you start getting into the final four holy cow that's gonna be that's gonna be a fight right between the un, i mean that's the final four who wins the unsung heroes i'm gonna go with uh i don't know i mean really it should be bear aspirin uh, band-aids really i mean those two are huge i know that you know post-it notes and velcro <laughs> and duct tape are pretty huge but i mean tylenol uh aspirin and uh band-aids have uh been pretty incredible under unsung heroes legends i mean coca-cola is taking some heat in today's world but really uh overall i mean that's pretty huge um sharpie <laughs> uh, i love the fact that uh denny's grand slam breakfast is on here yeah a ray-ban sunglasses well that's going to be huge under legends but you know you're looking at what 747 uh coca-cola Maybe the Boeing 747, maybe. Monopoly. I mean, that's a tough one. Innovators. I mean, you're looking at iPhone, Tesla, TikTok, Snapchat, YouTube. I mean, that's a huge. And a Red Bull. I mean, outside of the box of Internet. Those are, those are big things, man. Big things. And simply make life better. I mean... I know we love the Hydro Flask water bottle, but Google search is probably a little bit better than that. It's just a, just on my part. I'm guessing Google search is a little bit better than that. And uh, Uber, I mean, come on now. Netflix, I mean, these companies changed the way business was done. Man, it's going to be interesting to see what happens through this bracket. So uh, you can start voting. You can start voting now, and uh, it looks like they're going to start with the Unsung Heroes region, and uh, then you have the Legends region. I mean, it's going to be really fascinating to see who wins these brackets, and we'll keep you updated on who eventually wins the greatest product of all time. So do you live in a metropolitan area or, you know, an area that, is now designated as a metropolitan area because 144 cities right now could be downgraded from metropolitan to micropolitan. You ever heard that before? <laughs> Me either. But uh, they're talking about downgrading statuses from uh, for metropolitan statistical areas to micro politan statistical areas and it could affect over a third of the current communities wow 
So what are these metropolitan possible micropolitan areas worried about? Uh, future funding decisions. Uh, yeah, no kidding. Uh, you can count on that. So apparently this was uh, initiated due to the census. And they, city officials all over the country, feared undercounting uh, figures resulting from the pandemic and other issues that they're saying could lead to some areas losing much-needed federal funding. Um, yeah, no kidding. I mean, California spent $190 million telling people to respond to the census. Did you respond? And some government officials uh, in the cities are concerned over the, what the change status could mean for economic growth. Well, you still are an M, you know, right, an MSA, uh, Metropolitan Statistical Area. You're still an MSA. You're just a little case MSA. Instead of a Metropolitan Statistical Area, you're a Micropolitan Statistical Area. So unless the MSA is capitalized... <laughs> I mean, they show it here still capitalized, but you know that's how it's going to go, right? If you're an MSA capitalized, that means you're a metropolitan area and you're good to go. If you're an MSA, real little, someday you're going to grow up to be a great big metropolitan area, uh, you're going down and you're losing federal money. Uh, No question about it. I mean, that's what those numbers are used for. For Medicare reimbursement, housing, transportation, and these cities use that. These metropolitan areas, uh, DFW, Houston, there's plenty of play. I mean, I live in DFW, and they use that uh, to bring in businesses. That's what, you know, Austin metropolitan area, right? I mean, these areas are still going to be where we live here in Texas. These areas are definitely still going to be metropolitan areas. But some of the older metropolitan areas that were still living on the past that everyone has moved out of are going to be micropolitan areas. And they will not be happy about that. So good luck that happening. But they're trying to push it, man. So be ready to start hearing micropolitan in your world uh, as time goes by here in the next year or so because they're going to be pushing it hard all right let's go to the break room i see where now uh hashtag pizza squirrel is getting uh more and more coverage on uh you know tiktok and instagram and twitter and there's videos now of uh pizza squirrel in baltimore and out in california so there's also video of a squirrel where squirrels have taken a pizza from the delivery box itself because in today's uh you know touch free delivery system where they someone just left the pizza out on the front stoop squirrels broke in and you know took a couple of pieces of pizza and I don't know if that's actually true. I think maybe the people opened up the box and let the squirrels have it so they could film, you know, the squirrels dragging the pizza away and going up into the tree. Although, you know, it's possible. It's possible. But uh, I told you uh, early on during this pandemic that animals were going to get pissed. And they were coming into the cities because of the lockdown. And there was nobody feeding them extra food at the parks. And so we found that out with the rats in New York. 
we saw found that out with the dogs and the cats and the and the goats and the deer they were all i mean the animals are all wound up and the monkeys over in i mean the the monkey videos are out of control man because the monkeys are where is our where where is our food where is the people that take care of us we're just going to take over so that's what's happening with the squirrels and i don't know i mean i've had squirrels uh just come up and take things from you in florida there's a couple of different parks where the squirrels man if you, you go to the park you sit under the pavilion and you let's say you bring the kids and you got some mcdonald's and you're gonna let the kids have mcdonald's and then they're gonna run around at the park's playground or whatever the squirrels will attack your tables for the mcdonald's so be prepared we started just buying an extra bag of fries and then tossing them out into the yard because <laughs> squirrels man they will attack and come and get your food they don't care squirrels are badass man there's no doubt look they you know you can pretend that the squirrels like the little you know nuts and seeds and berries and roots but uh no they want they get start getting used to people food man they want it and they'll come up and take it from you squirrels don't mess around man and they're pretty fast they can jump and they're fast (laughs) you don't want to mess with the squirrels man do not even think about messing with the squirrels and look, if you're a squirrel and you think, hey, is that a nut that I have to try to chew through and gnaw on and then I got to go hide it? I'm just going to drag this bag of fries back up into the tree and eat my fries and be done with it, right? I mean, who isn't going to do that? That's what I thought. No one. And you know that if the squirrels had an opportunity they'd be fine listening to chewing the fat. So if you're at the park, you're under the pavilion and you're saying to yourself, huh, wonder what I should be doing. You should be listening to chewing the fat and you should be feeding the squirrels while you're at the park. Okay. So you listen to chewing the fat. And as long as you're listening to chewing the fat, you should be a subscriber to chewing the fat. If you're listening and you're not a subscriber, that is not good. Okay. You're a freeloader. Nobody likes a freeloader. So subscribe. You can choose a platform, whatever one warms the little cockles of your heart. You've got iTunes, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spotify, and there's a plethora of other platforms out there that you can subscribe on. But it's important that you become a freeloading subscriber and not just a free loader. Okay? I mean, it's you need to do that to make your life that much better. So subscribe to Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. And then, you know, of course you're going to, you know, follow me on my social media accounts at JeffyJFR on Twitter, Jeff Fisher Radio on Instagram, Facebook, and Parler. And you might as well subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. It goes under the same name as the podcast, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. I know. I know. But if you follow me on my social media accounts, all the links are in the in my bios. So you just have to click on the link in the bio and you can subscribe and and follow me on all of those with one fell swoop. (laughs) You're welcome. Okay? You're welcome.
hey as long as we're still on animals we might as well uh we might as well stick with uh you know we could stick with the the dog report from the white house remember how beautiful those dogs were when president biden went and moved into the white house and they did their little public service announcement before the puppy bowl ahead of the super bowl with their dogs at the white house and they made a big deal about the dogs moving into the white house with the bidens and it's just all one big happy family (laughs) yeah well the one dog attacked one of the white house security members and uh it was a biting incident involving the younger of the two german shepherd dogs and it was no word on exactly what happened but it was bad enough where they shipped him back to delaware i know they were (laughs) uh, both dogs gone so the young one apparently attacked someone at the white house and bit them and was known for aggressive behavior toward you know other humans barking jumping charging you know what dogs do of course obviously not all dogs bite but they do you know they may bark and they may jump i mean that's part of the deal right but attacking other humans uh no so lucky they just didn't put him down (laughs) i'm surprised we just didn't have uh a gunshot at the white house excuse me what was that oh nothing your dog just bit one of our people down the hall (laughs) you know that's all that's it though he just bit someone down the hall we had to put him down so sorry about that but no but no they just shipped him back to delaware so and they have their what they call their minders uh taking care of the dogs at the house when no one is there and i'm willing to bet this is just me you know throwing it out there that even when jill and joe are uh in town the minders are there you can pretty much count on that and there was no cuddling going on with those two dogs at the white house i see now where we've got a big story from uh owner amy takaha who gets about 20 calls a day about the service she's offered for about five years but she said business has picked up dramatically in the past year and what business is that while it's it's cuddling with cows i know (laughs) she has a farm of about a hundred rescued farm animals uh, many with disabilities and she charges 75 bucks an hour 75 bucks an hour for cow cuddling sessions so yeah how about that you feeling bad about yourself maybe megan markle should have done this and she would have felt better if she would have you know cow cuddled so amy's farm animal sanctuary in queen creek arizona uh is this claims that it's a good birthday present it's good presents and people oh i'm just busier than ever i'm just busier than ever with my cow cuddling business so um man don't you want to feel better about yourself cuddling cows for 75 bucks an hour she has uh, nine cattle at her farm including adora bull a uh an angus steer which is castrated rescued from a ditch 
Moonicorn, who has one eye and one horn, and a miniature cow named Muchacha. The bovines will amber over to guests for hugs and cuddles. They like to roll over on their sides and rest their heads in people's laps. Sometimes a turkey named Azalea or a chicken will come by and join in. Participants often become emotional. Some even vow to become vegetarian after looking deep into the creature's large brown eyes. Yes, there's plenty of people who've been helped from cow cuddling. And it's just a, it brings a smile to Amy's face. And it's just wonderful. It's cow cuddling began, you know, in the Netherlands. Um, but now there's a place in Arizona and a place in New York. And the one in New York is a bed and breakfast. So you can go and stay there and, <laughs> you know, cow cuddle for 75 bucks an hour too. So man, does that make you want to feel better when you cuddle cows for an hour and so if you are feeling bad about yourself and you want to you you're feeling depressed and life isn't treating you right there's nothing like a 1500 to 2000 pound cow cuddling with you to make you feel better It's just an amazing experience. Cow cuddling. Come here, baby. Oh, yeah. Come here. Lay your head on my lap. Oh, you liked that, didn't you? (laughs) I can't. I just... I mean, I grew up... I, I grew up in Michigan... And uh, dairy farms, and there's plenty of cows, and plenty of cow poop, and plenty of cows that you herd up and send them into the milking stalls, and you watch the milk get pumped into the into the holding container. But to and they're fine, they're cows, but cuddling cows, no, no, thank you. Okay, so we got the numbers in from uh, Harry and Megan's interview. Uh, here in the U.S., uh, they've got 17.1 million viewers. And it looks like they got about 12 million for in the U.K. as it aired the next night. And now the Queen has responded, issued a statement. Uh, she issued a statement... Uh, so dad, Charles, goes out to a uh, a clinic, a COVID-19 clinic and this morning. And uh, during the visit, he gets asked, of course, hey, hey, what do you think? What do you think about the thing? And he doesn't he doesn't respond to the to the question. And then the queen issued uh, her statement uh, saying that, uh, hey, you know, of course. Oh, my gosh. Uh, you know, Megan and Harry's interview, they talked about her mental health struggles. We talked about this, you know, yesterday, and I know you're, I know you're tired of hearing it, but I am in love how this, uh, how this is playing out. So the queen, uh, issued her statement and said that, uh, she is so sorry 
The whole family is saddened to learn the full extent of how challenging the last few years have been for Harry and Meghan. The issues raised, particularly that of race, are concerning. While some recollections may vary, yeah, you think, uh, they are taken very seriously and will be addressed by the family privately. Harry, Meghan, and Archie will always be much-loved family members. <laughs> so, zip it, Meg. So, we're to believe, we're to believe that this female who married the prince was having such a hard time with her mental health struggles that she told Harry she wanted to kill herself. And uh, then she said she went to, you know, the HR department of the firm and was told, hey, we understand, but there's nothing we can do for you because, you know, you're not an official uh an official what was the what was the line they used uh you know you didn't work for them as an employee i believe that's what their line was that the you know the princess was not an employee she was not a paid employee of the institution so this female who has been out work since she was 13 years old and could take care of herself and been doing all this stuff for 13 years, couldn't find the resolve to get her own help to go get a psychologist or a psychiatrist or help. She couldn't figure that out. They just had to leave and get out of the... Okay. All right. No problem, Meg. I got you, baby. You, uh, you take care now. Uh, and I'm sure that, uh, you know, the palace was real sad that you had to go real sad. I'm telling you this second kid that she's pregnant with the girl is, uh, is a marriage saver for Megan. And, uh, it's not a surprise that she got pregnant this time around. I'm telling you, cause I still think the separation could happen. All right, so when the grandpa dies, uh, it's going to be devastating. He's going to have to go back. And once he goes back, she's probably not going to go back with him because of the COVID-19 restrictions. And I think there's another event coming up where Harry's going to go back without her. And he's going to be able to be with grandma and dad and bro uh, alone without Megan. And they're going to set some things straight with old Harry and he could come back and the separation could happen <laughs> and Megan could be left in Montecito, uh, you know, feeding the chickens while Archie and the baby girl are back in Buckingham palace. I'm telling you it could happen. It could happen within two years. I think I gave to the end of 2021 to this new baby put a wrinkle in the, into my, into my theory, but the separation is coming. I'm telling you, it's coming. I don't care. I don't care. I don't, I don't buy that. It's just a happy, 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 happy little couple that left the palace and that Harry was trapped. Uh, I don't buy it. Not for a second. Another thing I don't buy movie theaters coming back, uh, as strong as they ever were. 
Uh, the box office this weekend uh, pulled in $24 million, which is like their best haul uh, since COVID. But it's not $100 million on the weekends. Last year was $101 million on the same weekend. And that was probably low then because people were already starting to go, ooh, maybe we ought to not go to theaters and go out to restaurants. And maybe we need to start self-distancing. And then the mandates started happening, right? I mean, we're getting close to the, the celebration. <laughs> we're going to have fun and party. It's been a whole year. <laughs> Yay! So now, let's see. Forty-five percent of the theaters opened this past weekend, uh, the first uh, according to them normal weekend since the pandemic started. Um, Raya and the Last Dragon and Tom and Jerry were the biggest debuts. Also, but those also released on Disney Plus and HBO Max. So. Good luck, movie theaters, uh, taking care of that. And that's still going to happen, right? And uh, they're starting to say that uh, vaccinated consumers will come back to the theaters. Will they? I don't know. Um, We'll see. We'll see. And the movies are already being pushed off in development and being made because they can't get the movies made in the areas that they want to make the movies because of the pandemic. So, okay. All right. All right. Hey, did you know that the Grammys are this weekend? I know. I didn't either. Now, we probably, if you watched, you know, Megan and Harry, you saw the commercial with uh, Trevor Noah is going to be hosting the 2021 Grammy Awards. And man, did that promo look good, didn't it? It made you want to watch the Grammys. Not for a second, not for one single second of that commercial did I think, wow, that's, I want to, I want to watch the Grammys. I want to go and find out who the nominees are to all these categories. Not for a second did that commercial do that for me. Now, maybe it's just me. I'm not a huge fan of Trevor Noah, but okay, you know, if that's who you want hosting and that's fine no problem congratulations i'm sure he'll do a great job for you it's the 63rd grammys and he he actually was nominated for a best comedy album of the year uh but lost out to uh, uh dave chappelle uh which is no surprise because dave chappelle is way better than trevor i mean i was probably just throw him a bone for his comedy album but uh, he is going to be be hosting, and good for you. Congratulations. I can't wait for the award ceremonies. Now, it was supposed to be, I think, uh, in January, the end of January is when they normally have it, and it all got kicked, you know, down the road because of COVID. So, uh, yay, it's this Sunday. Yay, the Grammys. Yay. And I wish I would have known that I, I mean, I just found out as I was, you know, looking like, wow, the Grammys is this weekend. Uh, uh, incredible. Right. I was like, well, March 14th. I mean, that's when the Grammys are. Yeah. So um, Sirius XM and the Grammys launched a special limited edition, the Grammy channel 
that features uh, music from some of this year's nominees. So it launched on the 2nd of March, 2021, and it's going to go through the 14th and uh, the Grammy channel on Sirius XM. So, man, am I bummed that I didn't know that was going on. Fortunately, today, if you're listening live, the 9th of March, 2021, I've got a few days to catch up and, uh, you know, tune in to the Sirius XM Grammy channel before it leads up to the live broadcast of music's biggest night (laughs) oh man i wish i would have known because because i mean beyonce billy eilish britney howard da baby dua lipa uh, harry styles justin bieber megan the stallion Phoebe Bridgers, Post Malone, Roddy Rich, Taylor Swift, and my ever, my favorite, my favorite, and more on the Grammy channel will just be, I mean, I got to get to it. I got to get to it. president delivering his first prime time address uh thursday night which would be what the 11th of march 2021 and he's going to commemorate the one year anniversary of the covid19 shutdown yes that's what we want to do we want to remember we want to oh man we want to party drop the balloons so man looking forward to that to see our president uh thursday night give his first primetime address now it looks like i know a lot of people are reporting that this is a press conference but this is just him speaking as far as i can tell it's not a press conference he's not going to be taking questions and giving answers he's going to you know be all drugged up and medicated up and do his speech and look into the camera and hope he doesn't have uh, you know a little sundowning effect and get through it because lately it appears that uh he's had some real struggles so maybe he's gonna you know congratulate everybody and say thanks for passing my 1.9 trillion dollar covid19 relief package thank you so much we've got a few other trillion dollar deals we're pushing through just for you the american people who we love don't believe that it's my fault that gas prices are going up it is not it is not my fault that gas prices are going up. Sure, there's plenty of people that believe that. And sure, you may have noticed that gas prices are <laughs> gas prices are going up. <laughs> sure, you've probably noticed that. <laughs> but that isn't my fault, okay? So don't blame me. Oil prices have shot up after Saudi Arabia said the key energy facilities were targeted by a drone and a missile last weekend, okay? <laughs> That's not my fault. That's Iran's fault, and we need to we need to go to war with them over that. Sure, I stopped the pipeline, sure. And I I did all that stuff. Sure. You know, there's some of that talk, but it's not my fault. So leave me alone. 
and we've got the vaccine out there and we're pumping out millions of doses of vaccine everywhere and it's because of me not because of that previous nasty administration who we're finally finally rid of has nothing to do with me okay that's uh everything that's good me everything that's bad them and him you remember him i mean so i'm looking forward to it i don't know about you but man i can't wait and for all of you that have emailed me chewing the fat at the blaze.com sent me messages on twitter and facebook and instagram i got it okay i saw the story all right the guy with coronavirus had an uh, an erection lasting hours okay <laughs> thank you thank you so much for keeping me up to date uh you all sent me the story hey did you see the guy that had the longest lasting erection yeah i got it i got it yeah you know, they believe the disease caused a blood clot in the guy's man part okay he was in ohio he's 69 years old he was admitted to uh, the hospital with a bad case of coronavirus now he eventually passed away from other complications from the virus he didn't pass away from the extended erection but apparently they uh sedated him and he had fluid built up in his lungs and so before they placed him on a ventilator he they rolled him over and turned him face down which i'm not quite sure i understand that but that's what they said they did and uh his lungs began failing and they turned him face down which is an emergency technique used to help air better move throughout the body okay and that's if you say so you're the medical professionals so after 12 hours when they decided "Eh, maybe we need to roll this guy back over again they rolled him back over and the nurses were like hey look at that we rolled him back over and he's got uh he's got an erection there and so uh still going on it's not going down probably shouldn't have gone up to begin with i wonder what the deal is so after three hours with an ice pack they decided you know it's not going down so we're gonna stick a giant needle in that man part and get rid of that blood (laughs) i love the story as it goes the man was unconscious throughout woof good good because they start putting needles around that whole area uh no (laughs) no thank you but thank you for sending me the story and making me aware of the story so i appreciate it i appreciate everyone who sent me the story (laughs) i mean that thank you